Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. to the Elysium Project. I am your producer, Hercules Invictus, and today I'll be a guest on Cat Young's awesome show. Um, And uh, on the art of healing, we are going to uh, explore divination, uh, in particular tarot divination, and I will have a reading, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you, Cat. Well, you're welcome, Hercules, and as always, thank you for the chance to have an hour to just explore the things that I'm interested in, as well as millions of other people, and I hope they connect with us, because tonight I think we're going to talk about just divination itself and uh, and, and what that means. Uh, Hercules, what experiences have you had with divination in the past? Well, divination is a very uh, big uh, part of the Olympian uh, tradition. Uh, uh, Greek mythology uh, and uh, ancient Greek history are full of tales of diviners. We had the Oracle of Delphi and Dodona, um, among other places. Uh, And uh, even growing up, uh, when uh, the the oracles uh, no longer uh, spoke through their majestic uh, temples, uh, they were reading the coffee cup. Uh, Greek coffee, also called Turkish coffee, is very thick and sludgy. Um, and after you drink it, you turn the cup upside down, and it uh, it makes patterns, the, the grinds of the coffee. Uh, and then people look into the patterns, and they read the patterns. Uh, that was one form of divination. Another form uh, I grew up with was uh, dreams. Uh, dreams were thought to uh, convey prophetic uh, messages um, and to connect you with uh, the world of the dead, which bordered dreams, just as we bordered dreams. So through dreams, you can communicate with uh, the dead and they can give you information. So uh, divination has been a very big part of my uh, personal life. Uh, and uh, I've explored uh, various uh, more modern forms of uh, divination And uh, I've discovered after all my exploration that the universe loves talking to us. 
and uh, we need to learn how to listen, uh, regardless of which system we use. Um, we leave ourselves open to whatever uh, information the universe is conveying to us. You know, we should have named the show that. The universe loves talking to us because I, I completely agree. I think there are so many different ways that the universe talks to us. And if we just stop, look, and listen, uh, we can certainly tap into any of those energies. I mean, you and I have talked about the runes a little bit, yes. too. I, I've been a big fan of the runes most of my life, and eventually mm-hmm. I'll finish that book on runic di- divination. And I think, uh, you know, I, I love crystals as well. I love how they do that. Uh, certainly the tea leaves, oh, my gosh, I had this wonderful reader in Los Angeles. I must have seen her four or five different times. Up, upside down, a, a whole new world just uh, uh, showed up, and she was always right. She got so many things in my life really right and so many nice warnings. Uh, she even warned uh-huh. me about the brakes going out in my car once. It was It was totally amazing. Wow. Um, and I was, you know, I was, I was looking. I also, um, you know, I'm a fan of scrying, too. I think uh, the Celts and the Japanese scry by looking at the moon's reflection into a bowl of water. And I find that to be um, amazingly telling as well. I like scrying, uh, too. I, I've uh, um, successfully scribed by looking into, like, everything from uh, campfires to uh, uh, a lake uh, and even to the artificial lakes inside of uh, parks here in New Jersey. Um, anything like that, uh, I find that by focusing on the patterns um, of light and dark and uh, reflection, uh, a lot of information is conveyed. I think uh, I think we all love that. We all love to know our future. We all love to know uh, what's going to happen. The only thing I really haven't done is osteomancy, which is reading of the bones. I've never been into that, done that, although I've seen it in a couple of movies, you know. Um, and, oh, and uh, I think Michael Woods, too, who took us on, who has that wonderful, wonderful show uh, series on China, exploring China. He took us into uh, uh, osteomancy, and it was pretty wonderful from centuries ago, 5,000 years ago. I think he had some uh, bones that had been read. read. But, um, but today we have, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm always a fan of Marlene Morris. And she has uh, she has an incredible background. I know her from being a spiritual leader in Burbank, and there was a time in her life where she filled up the ballroom of the Burbank Hilton Hotel uh, four times a day with services wow. that she gave and talks. It was, uh, yeah, she was amazing in the 90s, and they just couldn't, you know, they couldn't get enough of her. She has an amazing way of taking a spiritual truth and making it understandable and really pertinent to the listener. I've sat with many people who said, she wrote that talk today just for me. It was exactly what I needed to hear. And so uh, besides filling the stadiums, she also has a website, www.relevantspirituality.com, and there's a lot of talks posted there if anybody needs guidance. 
But one thing I also found in, very interesting about Marlene as I got to know her is that she collected tarot decks. And oh. she's probably got between one and 200 decks of tarot cards that she's collected for years and years and years. And she's just very connected to the artwork on them and certainly to the deeper meetings. So I've invited her today because she brought herself back from a devastating illness and she learned how to heal herself. Certainly her tarot cards and her mystical applications helped her, her connection to the divine. And she's going to come on the show in about a minute and talk about tarot and talk about tarot and what it means and how we can all learn about ourselves, our lives, and our spirituality through these cards, through the images and uh uh, well, I'm just going to inv- invite her on. Uh, welcome to our show, Marlene Morris. Happy to be welcome. here. Thank you for having me. Well, it's it's our pleasure, and I know that you've uh, recently been getting out all your decks, looking at them, and playing with them. And so this is a perfect time for you to be newly in tune with the forces of the cards. And I think, uh, well, let's just jump right into it. Uh, I think Hercules had a question, and you were going to give Hercules a reading. Hercules did have a question, and it's, it's an excellent one. Thank you. Uh, I, <laughs> well, they aren't all excellent, so I'm grateful. Thank you. <laughs> so what did he uh, ask for? I asked, as uh, I proceed through my next zodiac cycle from Aries 2019 to Pisces 2020, are there any insights you can provide that will maximize the learning, growth, and attainment I will experience while engaged in this journey? To begin with, Hercules, I loved that you are assuming um, the the growth and the attainment. I love that. Um, that's you. I wasn't at all surprised. Uh, so <laughs> what I what I decided to do with your reading was to look at how you can maximize all the wonderful things that are going to happen during this upcoming period, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Would that make I'm you so happy? Oh, that would make me very happy. I'm, I'm greatly looking forward. I'm a very big fan. And uh, as you know, your uh, book, Becoming Gods, uh, is required reading in my uh, workshops in Branchville, New Jersey. Uh, and everyone who read the, the book, um, and this is all of my students have read it by now because it's not a very long book, have said that it, it, it almost revealed their most secret thoughts. These are things that uh, they've been mulling over in their mind at one point uh, or another, especially since uh, getting involved in a, in a spiritual uh, journey. And uh, your book said it all. <laughs> so it said that it was like looking at, at the hidden part of their mind. So uh, it, it is an awesome book, and I highly recommend it to everybody. Thank you so Thank much. You so uh, much. That, book uh, that book wrote itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I just got out of the way, and yeah. it wrote itself, um, as, as you know, if you, if you read the introduction to it. But that's, yes. that's a talk for another time. Let's talk about you. Okay. Uh, all right. So maximizing the learning, the growth, and the attainment that you are going to experience um, as you proceed through this next zodiac cycle. 
physically, I drew the Four of Wands, which is a reminder to you to take the time to nurture yourself, take care of your body, keep your positive attitude, and, in fact, by the end of that cycle, I predict that you will be celebrating some kind of major physical accomplishment health-wise. Awesome. Okay. Mentally. Would you like to provide some details, some more details, or just uh, um, listen for the reading and then we could talk about it afterwards? What would you prefer? Let's listen to the overall. Okay. Because I, I, it, it all builds towards something as it turns out. Awesome. Uh, so mentally, I drew the three of cups um, reversed. And that told me that you have some friendships, some social connections, possibly some business connections that may be changing during this period. And it's all for the good. But be sure to factor in some alone time so that you can become clear about who you want to connect and surround yourself with in the future. Okay. 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 That makes sense too, and I'll explain it later. Good. I I thought it might. My my sense was that you would know exactly what that was about. Emotionally, I drew the six of cups, which frankly reminds me not to be too mature. Okay. Get in touch with your inner child. Experience the joy of being young again. It will serve you. Be playful. Be spontaneous. And connect with with your real, youthful, ageless self, with your intuition, and most of all, with your joy. That is great advice. Okay. Spiritually, I drew the Page of Pentacles, who reminds you to be open-minded. It is my feeling that you will be presented in this period of time with a new opportunity for spiritual growth. Take time to study what is presented to you, to study a new way of thinking and being from a spiritual perspective. The page suggests new opportunities for wealth, and in this case, perhaps spiritual wealth. But it will be up to you to take the opportunity and to make something of it. And to see if it fits for you. It may or may not fit for you, but it is there for you to look at, to study, and to become acquainted with. So I asked after doing physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, what kind of sums it all up for you during this period of time? And the card that I drew was the sun. Interestingly enough, it is the only major arcana card in this entire reading. Um, But the major arcana cards are about life lessons, about um, things you need to know, to be aware of, and to focus your attention on. And the sun is about abundance and joy and happiness in all pursuits. It it, it is, there is a bright sun shining on the card, and there is a small child naked riding a white horse and having clearly the time of its life. So enjoy this time that is ahead. And and remember to give thanks for all the good that is happening in your life. I just really feel that this is going to be an incredibly good, exciting, new time for you. So continue to be your vibrant self. Be positive and enthusiastic. Um, be creative. Keep giving off 
positive energy. Shine like the sun, and the sun will continue to shine on you. Well, thank you. That that is incredibly awesome and relevant, too. (laughs) It really touched upon uh, um, all of the things that uh, are going on uh, with me and that seem to be uh, popping up. Uh, I believe the future casts shadows into uh, our present, and I'm always on the lookout for those uh, shadows, and they often tell me uh, of things uh, you know, that are coming. And uh, I'll, I'll start at, uh, at the end of the uh, um, reading. Uh, the sun is a very important uh, symbol to me, and uh, a couple of days ago I rededicated myself to the sun and the path of the sun. So... <laughs> That is a very, very uh, um, on-target <laughs> reading. And um, uh, as I move forward in life, I'll, I'll start with the physical. Uh, physically, uh, yes, I'm getting older, and uh, I'm no longer uh, as uh, strong as I used to be uh, physically. So I've been making some adjustments to my uh, working out. And, in fact, I've been redefining um, that whole uh, um, aspect of my being and I'm discovering by letting go new ways of doing things that seem to be serving me quite well. So new paths uh, that are creative and different have presented themselves and now I'm experimenting uh, with these things. So uh, if these things continue to work out and your reading seems to indicate that uh, they will, um, I have no doubt that uh, at the end of this uh, cycle I will have attained uh, uh, some sort of uh, relevant uh, physical um, accomplishment. That's exactly as the cards said. Just yes, and you will. I, I know I will. <laughs> Thank you for reinforcing that. Uh, uh, but <laughs> yes, I, I I feel that deep inside my bones. Um, and uh, um, let's go back to uh, mentally then. Mentally, uh, can you repeat what you had said? Yes, absolutely. Um, the Three of Cups says that some of your friendships. Um, or social connections or possibly business connections may be changing and that it's all for the good. But to be sure to factor in some alone time so that you can be clear about who you want to connect with and surround yourself with in the future. That is very good advice, and that is what is uh, transpiring. Uh, Because of my um, activities in my community, um, my circle of friends is uh, slowly changing uh, and uh, uh, the people that I spend time with and hang out with and uh, interact with uh, is is getting more and more different. And uh, there, there is a very profound uh, change. And that is very good advice that I should uh, take some time and contemplate uh, who I am, who they are, uh, where we're headed, and is this where I'd like to go. So thank you. That is a very good uh, an important piece of advice. Um, okay. Emotionally, you said that I should let my inner child come forth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that is interesting. Um, I've, I'm considering several different uh, new things to do. And uh, in this consideration, I settled on something that I've been doing for a very long time uh, and focusing more energy on it. Um, I have been running role-playing games for kids uh, bringing them into Greek mythology. So we've been through Greek mythology several times over the years, and uh, it started over a decade ago in Pennsylvania, 
and it was very popular in the library. Kids would come in, and years later, um, we would uh, meet these kids with their wives and their kids, and they would talk about how they went with Hercules on his labors or Jason on the Argo, Argonaut voyage. And so it had a pro- very profound effect on them. Um, and I've continued to do that uh, at the Kreskill Library once or twice uh, a month, and it's very popular uh, there. Uh, but I'm only reaching a small number of uh, kids. So a couple of ways of expanding that uh, circle and and sharing this with uh, a wider audience have occurred to me, and they're doable. So uh, if I start uh, um, moving in that direction, and I've already spoken to the people I need to speak to, and I have a proposal to rewrite, uh, that might be happening as soon as September. So um, coincidentally, and there are no coincidences, uh, I guess synchronistically, um, a few people who are game designers have contacted me um, because I was reviewing these role-playing games that are mythical for a while and asked me if I'd be interested in uh, putting together a game. So that, that's certainly one way of expanding the circle uh, greatly. And because these are mostly for younger uh, people and kids and families, uh, it brings me into that vibe, and I'll need to live there to do a really effective uh, job with that. So uh, yeah. you are amazing. You've hit everything, every nail right on the head, and you've given me something to uh, pause and consider and look at more closely. So th- that is awesome. Well, I'm I'm happy that it was meaningful for you. That's the most important thing. I um, I just drew one more, more card with you in mind. and. Okay. And drew the King of Wands. And the, the King of Wands is the man of passion, the man of enthusiasm, um, the, the man who is, is all about fire and motivation and, and the achievement of his goals. So I know you well enough to know it's the perfect card to represent you. Wow. So I think just, uh, you know, in those times when you may feel a little down or when things don't appear to be going where you think they might go or should go, um, mm-hmm. picture the King of Wands and and know that his achievement of goals is is unstoppable, is absolutely unstoppable. He is motivation and, and energy personified and he is in my book who you are well thank you um that, that's a great honor and um after the show i'm gonna go and uh, dig out my tarot decks and look at different <laughs> king of wands uh, uh, <laughs> and, and contemplate uh, them um Kat had said that you collect uh, tarot decks and that you have countless uh, decks that you've uh, collected um, how oh, long is yes. passion for you? <laughs> More time than I can tell. Um, seriously, decades. I have been picking up a deck here and picking up a deck there, and then I went through a period where I just sort of, you know, breathed them in out of the ethers. I was buying them on eBay and um, and on Amazon, and some very interesting decks came my way. But what really got me started up again several years ago was uh, when a person who is now a good friend, Lisa Tenzendoma, 
um, mm-hmm. wrote a book called The Glastonbury Tarot and, and put out a deck of cards and had an online site, I believe she still does, um, where you can go to the Glastonbury Tarot and, and get a kind of automatic reading, if you, if you will. You don't talk to anybody, mm-hmm. but you can ask your questions and, and the cards will, will read for you. And that deck just, because I, I love um, the whole Arthurian legend, as you probably know. Yes, I and, know. And, <laughs> and I, I get excited about it so that there was a deck of tarot cards that was all about it and it's wonderful um just got me all stirred up all over again <laughs> um i find uh, the mythologies that i resonate with especially greek mythology um because i know the story so well uh, the yes. cards reveal a lot more information because uh, there's all sorts of tales and events that tie the characters uh, and the situations on the cards uh, together. Uh, so I find that when I use the uh, decks that are inspired by Greek mythology, and they're not all identical in their symbolism, which is interesting, you know, the different uh, ways they have of looking at uh, the myths. Uh, I get out so much out of uh, um, doing a reading for myself or for somebody else uh, that uh, – um, it, it's amazing how much comes out just by looking at the cards uh, and not even having to think. The, the meaning jumps out and, uh, like, uh, I'm right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I imagine that happens with you and the Arthurian decks because that's one of your uh, resonances. It does. It does. I never have to second guess what my feelings are with, with that deck. I, uh, I I wrote a, a book and a workbook at one point called Company in the Company of the Chalice, yes. and it is all about um, determining which of the many characters who touched the chalice or were touched by the chalice is kind of your lead archetype, and um, and then living out from that mindset from from that mental picture of yourself and uh, doing what that archetype would would be doing in any given situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I am very attached to the Arthurian legends and, and particularly the Chalice story, which the, the Glastonbury Tarot really is all about. I have to look into the Glastonbury uh, Tarot. Um, I spent uh, many years, especially when I was in my teens and early 20s, resonating very strongly with uh, the Arthurian uh, mythos and uh, uh, Merlin especially uh, I resonated Uh with. And um, uh, although I haven't really uh, um, revisited that except for the occasional movie or or, uh, um, graphic novel, uh, maybe it's time that I uh, revisit uh, more because the Grail and the Arthurian symbols have been popping up in uh, my life. And uh, uh, Tenafly, the town where I currently live, uh, people who live here have compared it to Camelot. So I'm in Camelot already, and I, I recently started getting uh, involved <laughs> in uh, politics, so the path of uh, leadership. And uh, um, although I did not win my first, uh, I, I had been elected to an office, but I didn't succeed in my first uh, try at a greater office. Uh, I wasn't elected for the count, uh, through the county committee. I could still run unofficially, but I don't know if I want to do that uh, this time around. But I, I made a comment uh, that uh, all I need is uh, Excalibur. And within a day, 
somebody had given me an Excalibur. Somebody who didn't see me declare this. Oh. I have Excalibur now in our living room, uh, right next to a gigantic uh, golden fleece. Uh, and then uh, the Grail started popping up uh, through uh, um, its uh, um, being the cauldron and its being the horn of plenty and a lot of its other uh, cross-cultural uh-huh. manifestations. Uh, and the shell of Aphrodite; those started popping up all over the place, you know, continuously. So uh, the Grail had uh, re-entered my life. Uh, the stone had re-entered my life uh, uh, through the Hermetic teachings. I, I have a theurgy school that I'm building. Uh, so there's the emerald tablet and you know the the stone and so forth. And uh, the lance recently started popping up. So um, these symbols are talking to me again. So uh, as this show continuously shows, the universe talks to you, so you should listen. So that's an example <laughs> yeah. of what the universe And now you're talking about the Glastonbury Tarot and all of these Arthurian things, so I, I guess I need to move in that direction. Listen to the universe. It does not pay not to. <laughs> no, and, and, and sometimes it's like the universe is so chatty. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> It will repeat itself endlessly through the words out of people's mouths, through something you hear, something you see, something you read, uh, through commercials. It's amazing. Uh, The universe, if you pay attention, will get its message to you one way or another way. Oh, it will, no matter how many times it has to say it. And it seems to have infinite patience with our ability to listen and hear. Yes. So, you know, it it serves you to uh, listen as early as you can. And you've certainly given me a lot uh, to listen to. And and uh, um, as we're speaking, more and more connections to what you said are popping into my head. So uh, um, you've given me a lot to think about, and I thank you for that. You are very welcome. Well, we have another uh, request for another reading. Um, awesome. And this, yes, and this comes from Tracy, who wants to know <laughs> – Funnily enough, if she will win her next election. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, Marlene, what kind of a spread are you going to do? Well, talk amongst yourself for a moment while I shuffle. All right. Okay. Marlene will be yeah. shuffling. And, we, and you know, here's what we'll talk about for a second. The, okay. Uh, the uh, tarot is a very interesting thing because when you – there are – there's the major arcana and the minor arcana, which uh, consists of the wands, the cups, the pentacles, and the swords. And there are court cards. So it's interesting because the major arcana, they represent – uh, the evolutionary waves are the tarot. They're like the river rapids or the ocean waves, and and you want to you want to surrender to them when they come up in your reading. Um, those major arcana, the minor arcana, they represent our feelings, our thoughts, and our beliefs and our experiences. That's like uh, more human. The major arcana are more global. They're more universal, and the minor arcana represent us. So there's um, the wands represent creativity and passion, and they're the, they're the flames that kind of burn within us. And then the cups, uh, they're water, and they, rep- they, they tell us to trust our feelings and our intuitions a little bit uh, or a lot more. The pentacles represent earth. Again, we're looking at uh, fire, water, earth, and air. And the pentacles representing earth, they teach us how to live uh, spiritually as spiritual beings in our material world. 
and they help us realize uh, what our true path is like. And then the swords, uh, they help us uh, master our thoughts, our brain chemistry. They walk us through all of our mental experiences, uh, and they cut through the air. They cut through the fog so that we can get clear on what is true and what is not and then the court cards are, of course, the pages, knights, queens, and kings of the deck. And they bring along something very powerful for us to tap into. They always have a lesson for us, and they can represent other people in our lives as well. But it, they can also represent our inner and powerful self, aspects of ourself that we need to claim if we haven't already. You're awesome. How are you doing? That was very, very comprehensive. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to kind of let everybody know what we're dealing with here, that this isn't just, uh, you know, a deck of cards that you put out and look at the pretty pictures, but they all have meanings, they have vibrations, they have purpose, and they show up, you know, like like we've been saying, the universe is always chatting to us, and yeah. this is just one way in which we can receive the information that's out there all the time. It's like a total, you know, it's an open line, open Internet all the time. And we tap in by using the cards of the tarot to talk to us. So, okay, Marlene, what is happening? Will Tracy win her next election? I believe she will, but she needs to remember to be methodical. 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 All right. Um, I drew the Knight of Pentacles, and the Knight of Pentacles, unlike all the rest of the knights who are on charging horses, is on a horse that is stable and standing and, and looking. He's got that, I've been there before, I know how to get there, look on his face. And, and the knight holds a pentacle, which, which is, um, we discussed pentacles a little earlier, pentacles are all about... The, the achievement of um, work goals and career and tangible things. Um, be a planner, Tracy, and, and implement your plans. Envision your goal, determine the best course of action, and then stick with the path with just a relentless focus. Um, you'll get the job done. You always get the job done. But it's going to take some work. You already know that. Just be meticulous in, in your approach. Pay attention to details. And, um, and yes, I believe you will. All right. So that's good for Tracy. Now, uh, Terry has uh, uh, texted us here, and she is hoping to get the a bid that she put in to represent a multimillion-dollar house with a view in Los Angeles. And she wants to know, will the owners go with her? Will they sign with her for representation? Okay, let's see. We have a shuffle. I drew the Queen of Swords. Swords are all about mental processes, the, the intellect about truth and thought and communication. So my feeling is specifically um, in this case that she needs to be very clear in her communication with them. Make sure that the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, especially right now that Mercury's in retrograde. Um, 
be specific, be clear. Uh, the Queen of Swords looks to the future. She's not worried about the past. So let go of any of that. Take what you know and and move forward. Communicate well and tell the truth, and your odds are very good. Okay. Well, that's, that's looking pretty good. You have a caller, too, a Servette. Servette. Oh, wonderful. Okay. I'll put her on. Hello, Servette. Hello, Servette. Welcome to the show. It's nice of you to call in. I love your show. It's going so well. I love all the, you know, you know, I know tarot and I just love you. And so I thought I would call, support you and see what's going on here. And I love it. Oh, that's so wonderful. Well, you, I do know you, and I've been on your show a couple times, so it's very, very sweet of you to call in and that you know, Terrell, how fun to call in because do you, do you have a question that Marlene can answer for you? Yes, I do. You know, you know I, I'm a cancer survivor. I went through ovarian cancer a uh, year before last, um, a very rare form, clear cell, uh, at 59 years old, I'm now 60. Um, so I just want to know now. I'm starting to feel like I'm human again, and I actually have hair on my head now, Kat. <laughs> <gasps> Fantastic! <I do. laughs> it's coming, and I just want to know what's ahead because I feel like I've grown spiritually more in the last two years than I have in the last 25. And uh, you and I have had some of the same spiritual teachers. And so we know, um, the, but, but, but I've changed. And I want to know what's coming, uh, what the next, um, in the next, am I going to change directions completely? I mean, you know, Kat, I'm a published author. I haven't written as many books as you with Llewellyn, but um, four or five. And I just want to know what's ahead in the next year. And I, I actually am open to a relationship again, too, for the first time in 100 years. So, <laughs> well, now let's see, a hundred years. She laughs. Yeah, let's see, a hundred years, and you're just sixty. So I think you're forty years off. But I'm just checking your math here. Just checking. No, it. I know. I know. You know All right. So Marlene, I'm... is that question clear enough for oh, you? Oh yes. Oh yes. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. So oh, good, Marlene. Okay, Suvet. So <laughs> you know Tarot. Um, I've just drawn the Eight of Wands for you. Oh, cool. And the Eight of Wands Hmm. suggests that in every area of your life, things are moving. Uh, You you may, in fact, be swept off your feet um, by somebody exciting and new. Um, you're in in you're up for a lot of travel. Make sure you have your passport up to date. I do. You are <laughs> you are in for some movement in your life and and in a real physical sense as as well. Um traveling for business, uh traveling for pleasure. Just I see a lot of a lot of movements, a lot of things stirred up in a very good way for you. Good. Um, money coming in. Um, just 
be prepared to think fast and and I'm going to say say yes. Okay. I like that. Oh my yes. goodness. What a, what a wonderful reading, Servette. <laughs> well, that oh, was well, fun. Thank you so much because really honestly, when you hit that wall, you're just kind of like and I won't do a reading for myself because I'm too um I don't know. You know, it's hard to read yourself. It's like, it is. It's very it's hard. Like it's, it's hard. He's like a surgeon trying to, you know, do surgery on themselves. It's like you can't really. So I, I, I shy away from that. And I have several decks that I love. I actually have a copy of the deck that Napoleon used. He used to have oh. his cards read. He used to, a madam, a French madam used to read his cards every day. And I have a copy of that deck, which is oh, really I'm interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting one, Marlene. I'll have to get in touch find you through CAC and, and um, let you know what it is. You would love it. You would just love it. I would absolutely love it. And so the, please, I, yes, I, send her that information. And I have studied the Glastonbury deck too already. So I get where you're coming from. And I thank you because I'm at such a place now. It's kind of like go big or go home, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, this and is you every big. day. Yeah, or you and you wonder every day is the cancer coming back? Am I gonna, you know, my sixty and it's over? <laughs> you know, you kind of. It, I'm in a weird, strange place, and so, and I never get readings, and so, and I just stumbled upon this. And as 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 the other gentleman said earlier, there are no accidents. So, and mm-hmm. I love CAC. So I was like, oh, I just have to call in, and I did. And I never do that. So. I am so glad that you did. Um, I just have nothing but positive and really exciting feelings about that card for you at this point in your life. Um, okay. I, I know how how you've been feeling because I have been there. Um, Cacks on me without any hair at one point, too. So I've really been there. Um <laughs> And I know how exciting it is when the hair starts coming back in again. You may be surprised yeah. at how it comes in. Mine, mine got curly. Um, but be excited about your life right now. There's, there's good ahead, and it looks like it's going to move pretty fast, so fasten your seatbelt. Oh, I love you. And you know what? Oh, that's <laughs> great. That is so great. In, my, and and what, you know, husband, what Marlene is, is that she's just this amazing uh, conduit between heaven and earth. I mean, she has the divine uh, in her shoes. It's pretty amazing. So I know, uh, whatever, I whatever came through for you is the real deal. I can feel it. She's the real deal. I can feel it, Cactus. You know, I know, and I figure, you, she, yeah, she's got a real gift. And I feel, you know, when I do it, I always feel like it's not me. It's coming from somewhere else, so I never take credit. I always feel like I'm a mouthpiece for the universe, you mm-hmm. know? So I I get it. And I, I love what I heard, so I can't argue with that. And I'm kind of ready for it. I'm ready for big openings to, you know, and some amazing things are starting to happen. So, we shall see, and I love what you're doing, and I love the show, Kat. I do. 
Well, thank you very much. You know, Hercules has given us the ability and the carte blanche to talk about whatever we wanted. So I know people have lots of questions in the world and everybody's uneasy and we don't know. And instead of asking real questions and listening, people are speaking up and throwing mud at each other. So I just want to be part of the world or part of the movement where we stop and listen and we take things in before we react. I I would rather teach people to respond rather than react. So that's, you know, it's lovely to have an hour in which to do that, to to chat with the universe and to allow it to speak uh, to us, as us, and through us. And that's what I think Marlene does so beautifully. Yes, Marlene, you do. And I really appreciate you. And keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, guys. I want somebody else to get a reading if they're behind me waiting. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you for calling in. I mean, let's let's talk offline very soon. I I love you. I miss you. And thank you for calling in. And and good news. You've got a great future ahead of you. I better catch you before you catch a plane. I will. Thank you so much, Marlene. I appreciate it. And talk soon. You're very welcome. Fasten that seatbelt. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That's great. Well, we had three T's in a row. We had a Tracy, we had Terry, and we have Trisha uh, who who wrote in. And Trisha is going in for some surgery on Friday, and she wants to know uh, how that's going to turn out. Okay. I hear the shuffling. Yes little shuffling going on. Ah. I just drew the Ace of Swords. Um, and the Ace of Swords is... Well, swords are about truth and um, processes and intellect and error. And uh, aces are about new beginnings. So I'm going to say that uh, this surgery is going to create the space for a brand new beginning in her life. Um, that it is important that she speaks her truth. That she import- it is important that she communicates well. Um, and this may be with the doctors or with with her surgeon, if there's a, well, there must be a surgeon involved, that she tells them exactly what she, what she wants, what she needs, and what she expects, and makes that very, very clear. And they will listen, and it will change things. Wow. Okay. That's good news, because she's had some health problems and uh, kind of one on top of another. So she's very worried about the surgery on Friday, but I'll tell her to speak up. Tell her to speak up, to ask her questions, to be very clear in in her mind uh, what she wants and to make sure that they hear that. Okay. Wow, that's amazing. Um, Hercules, do you have anybody on your end that has written in or asked a question? Currently, no. I just monitored uh, Facebook and my uh, email. Um, I don't see anything uh, there. Uh, there were a lot of uh, things that we talked about uh, earlier uh, that um, until somebody uh, uh, calls with a question, like, for instance, um, formulating a clear question in order to get a uh, 
um, useful answer. And that is very important. Asking, without asking the right uh, questions, how are you going to get an answer? So um, would you like to talk about that for a little while, the, all these different uh, points about uh, the mind and healing and uh, the power of intuition and uh, um yeah, basically all of those factors that go into formulating a reading? Well, absolutely. Uh, let's ask Marlene. Marlene, if someone comes to you, I, and Marlene does a lot of readings online. She's been doing a lot of readings. People will uh, send her their question, and then she will uh, pull the cards and then give them a very detailed, long reading uh, about whatever it is, and, and she does it question by question. So, Marlene, tell us a little bit about the questions that work and then the ones that make you want to pull your hair out. <laughs> Well, I do get a little weary of will this will he come back to me will will he love me? Does he love me um because that comes up a lot. The best questions are the what and the how questions uh how will I experience this? What can I do to experience this the the will he uh should i um when kinds of questions are not nearly as as productive. The, there isn't a calendar in the tarot deck that pops up and says April 8th, go on April 8th. Um, there are the, the tarot deck is is 78 pieces of paper with symbols printed on them, and a reader can only read the symbols and interpret them through their own intuition. It is an extremely intuitive process you you can memorize all of the cards and what somebody else says that they mean uh they've been around a long time and there are a lot of interpretations of what they mean but i believe that the most powerful readings come from a space of the reader being in touch with their intuition and reading the symbols and interpreting them in the moment really um i could get a a different reading from the same card, um, depending upon who the reading is for and and what the feeling is. So it is extremely intuitive. And we can all do it. It is it is about being in touch with your deepest core and your own intuition, which then reads the symbols in the cards um, in a different way for each person. Let me ask you this. If someone is sitting next to you mm-hmm. and you're reading or across the table from you and you're reading the cards, is that a different vibe than if someone approaches you online? Can you read the same kind of truth for them? Let me answer that in a slightly different way. And, and that is simply that if they are sitting there with me, I have the opportunity to ask questions. So if they ask a question and I'm not completely clear on what it's all about. I can ask them how that serves them. What is the real question? What do they really want to know? I have more time to work with the individual. And I'm, I am very intuitive, and I love people, so I tend to read people. The other side of that coin is if they're not there and I have only the question ahead of me, and I can email and say, can I get a little bit more clarity, um, then my humanity doesn't get in the way at all because I don't have a person that I'm looking at that that my eyes want to make a judgment about or that my heart wants to make a judgment about. I have the question. Um, And if the question is genuine 
and they have been genuine in asking it, then it really doesn't matter what the situation is, whether they're there or, or at a distance. Marlene, how can somebody access uh, uh, your online readings? How can they uh, request one? What's involved? Um, right now, I am working through um, an organization called Biddy Tarot, which is online and under just exactly that name. But they can also, if they would like, um, email me directly and um, and provided I don't have an avalanche, I could um, I could do a reading for I would happily do a reading for them. I, am, I can share your email address if that's okay with uh, with you. I can uh, take it from my inbox and and share it and um, uh, I am planning to revisit uh, divination and oracles. I used to cover that very extensively uh, years ago. Uh, and I've been feeling you know, to get back into it, so that's why I was very pleasantly surprised when Kak recommended it. Um, I took that as the universe uh, casting a shadow. Uh, so uh, please um, uh, use your intuition and your imagination, and we might be able to create something uh, unique, um, like uh, that you can do uh, through uh, – we can create a segment or something, uh, because uh, – most people don't know how to listen to the universe and it's not a thing of the intellect. You know, uh, it, it, it's just something you learn how to let go and to listen and not to be uh, trapped in your own head. Um, so if you would like to offer it through uh, the show, we can have like we did today, except make it more regular where people can call in. That's something I'd be very open to. Yeah, I think that would be great. And you know, we can do uh, we can do the runes one day. We can do uh, tarot. Um, I I also throw the the I Ching, so we can do that awesome. if we want to as well. And uh, this is the first time we actually opened the show up to callers, so uh, I'm not surprised that we didn't get uh, many calls. Uh, but as it becomes something that we do more often. Um, people will start calling because I get personal messages and emails and people talking to me. Uh, so once they know that they can call in and interact while we're live on the air, uh, we'll get more of that as well. Well, that you know, that's fabulous. I got uh, quite a few uh, emails today from people who knew that Marlene was going to be on, and they just said, you know, ask this question. They weren't able to listen in. Uh, right now it's dinner time uh, on the West Coast, so they gave me their questions, uh, you know, so that's that's really great. Um, I also had one last question, and that is Steve wanted to know if he's going to win the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he does. He's bought a lot of tickets in the past, and he says, when am I going to, of course, he used the word damn, but he, he's, when am I going to win the damn lottery, he said. I'm, uh, I'm giving him a little bit of an accent here, but there you go. He wants to know if he's going to win the lottery. Tell Steve that I just drew the strength card, and the strength card suggests that his own inner knowing, if he will trust it, will give him the answer far better than I ever could. <laughs> Darn it. I think he wanted you to drive up with the million dollars and give it to him, but okay, I'll tell him to trust his inner strength. Yes. That's really pretty good because he's a really intuitive guy, so he can... All right, we'll tell him that. Uh, okay, I imagine he's probably going to buy a lot more lotto tickets tomorrow. 
Before we wrap up, I have a story to share on uh, on that uh, very point. Uh, at one point, uh, when I was experimenting with conversing with the universe, I'd asked the universe for millions of dollars uh, to come my way. And millions of dollars in fake money over the course of a couple of weeks kept popping into my life from every source imaginable. Uh, and I still have them on my altar. I have a huge stack of uh, million-dollar bills with President Obama or the Statue of Liberty or you know, uh, <laughs> one of a number of personages uh, on it. So the universe uh, answered my request and demonstrated that it has uh, sometimes a warped sense of humor. But I kept them because that was amazing, uh, even though it wasn't a uh, quote-unquote real <laughs> million uh, dollars, um, it, the universe did respond and showed me that it was listening. Well, you know, I teach people a course of 21 Days to the Love of Your Life, and one of the <clears throat> exercises in it is to be very, very clear in your question, very, very clear in your statement, really, of what it is you want. And you ask yourself a lot of questions, and you clear out a lot of cobwebs, and you write down your answers over and over and over, and by the time you're so bored with yourself, now I'm giving away the whole t- the whole tip here, but you're so bored with yourself after 21 days of talking about yourself that you're really ready to bring in somebody new. And so when you do that, you have to be very clear in what you want because lots of people say, oh, I want a good friend and a companion and a partner, and they get a dog. And they're, they're mad because they got a dog, but the thing is they weren't specific enough. So they have this lovely puppy now, uh, and they really wanted, you know, um, a man or a woman or a, a physical human being, but they didn't state that. So I think it's very, very important that we're extremely clear in what we want, very, very detailed, descriptive, and then we let it go. But when we're not detailed, when we're not descriptive, when we don't paint the full picture and color in all the lines, we get that energy back like you got all that fake money, beautiful as it is, but it's hard to buy a house with a picture of a $1,000 bill with Obama on it. The other side of that, however, is uh that the universe will give you what you're ready for. Right. And sometimes what it is saying when the puppy shows up at your front door right after you've asked for a loving relationship is that this is the relationship you're ready for. Now, take this one, love it, feel what love is really like in your life, accept unconditional love, and then you'll be ready for something more. You see, she sums it up perfectly every time. And that ha- on that happy note, I think we will be- bid you an adieu, a classic afaristo, baracalo, and wish you and Mount Olympus fabulous, fabulous times. And as always, it's been wonderful spending some uh, time uh, with uh, both of you. And I thank you uh, very much for an awesome show. Thank you, Hercules, for the opportunity. Much love. Much love in return. Uh, we are now going to listen to Cry Freedom from Bone Poets Orchestra, and then we'll proceed with the Empowered Hour with Sherry Hosek.
Welcome back to the Elysium Project. 
And now begins the Empowered Hour with the legendary Jerry Hosek. Greetings and welcome to your show, Jerry. Hi, Hercules. Wow, that was some uh, that was some announcement. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly deserve it. You're an awesome individual, and I'm very fortunate to, to know you. Um, I'm really excited about uh, your guest tonight. Uh, and learning all about his uh, remarkable discovery and the journey that uh, led to it. Um, I guess, uh, welcome to our show. Um, Saeed, is it my pronouncing correctly? Yes. How are you doing? Yes. So, um, tell me, what led to the uh, development of your uh, product, uh, um, you seem to be a very remarkable person. I was looking at your information on LinkedIn and Facebook and, and social media. How did this journey begin to develop this product? Uh, thank you so much. I'm uh, very excited to uh, talking to you. Uh, the journey, oh my gosh, it started uh, uh, since 2001. Okay. <laughs> long time ago. So long uh, it journey, started. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Since 2001, um, while I was working for uh, healthcare and consumer care products, one of the uh, Fortune 500 companies here in New Jersey, uh, mm-hmm. I found there are so many uh, good technologies and good products that we develop, and uh, consumer can uh, use them. So I start thinking uh, one day. I will have my own company, and I work on those um, uh, high-performance products. Uh, so to do that, I figured out I needed time and money. So I started okay. um, thinking, thinking, how can I do that? So I started uh, a medical transportation business on the side uh, in 2001. Uh, that company did very well. I ended up uh, selling that company. I raised uh, about $26,000 from that mm-hmm. company. I took that uh, money and I bought minivans and I started a uh, public transportation business uh, in a school uh, transportation, public school transportation. So that company started in 2003. Uh, by 2007, I kind of doubled my income, and my company grew from two minivans to uh, about 40-plus buses. Wow. That so is a great then, yep. <laughs> so I realized now I have the time, now I have the money, I have the business uh, that uh, uh, take care of itself and give me the time uh, to develop my own uh, product. So um, I quit my job, full-time job, become entrepreneur. I uh-huh. kind of solidified my transportation business, bought real estate, or the repair shops. And by the 2012, the company get to over 80 buses. Wow. And wow. the business, yep. And the business uh, become... Independent of me, I, I just manage the managers and oversee it from time to time. And I established my own labs in New Brunswick, uh, New Jersey, uh, developing uh, oral care products. 
So that's when, uh, uh, from 2003 to 2007, 2012, about eight to nine years, uh, I kind of, uh, you know, reached the point that it's time now to develop those uh, high-end, safe products. Um, and I started by uh, care products. I used to develop care products, and I found there are so many uh, toothpaste and care products that are not safe for consumers, or at least uses or use harsh chemicals. So I made it a um, uh, commitment to develop products uh, using natural ingredients, safe and gentle uh, raw materials, and deliver uh, true benefits. Yes, it will be uh, costly, but many consumers are willing to pay one or two dollars extra to buy safe, uh, gentle, effective uh, toothpaste or oral care products based on natural ingredients. So, so that's how this phenomenal uh, toothpaste came to life. Uh, it's pretty interesting. And the name Springine, um, does that name have a particular uh, meaning or convey information or just because it sounds cool? Uh, a Springine name came from uh, while I was doing my PhD in organic chemistry in natural product isolation, characterization, and synthesis. I discovered uh-huh. a molecule from anal glands of crocodilians. Uh, and that uh, compound was beta springine, B-E-T-A, springine, S-P-R-I-N-G-N-E. And okay. uh, that molecule kind of uh, opened uh, the door for biologists. Uh, it helps them in uh, classification of alligators and crocodilians based on taxonomical differences. And okay. uh, uh, eventually, some companies took that molecules and used it to produce natural vitamin E. Vitamin E in the past used to be uh, made in and uh, extracted from plants, natural plants, wow. which is uh, the return was not high. Uh, the, the bulk by chemical synthesis of chemicals. And beta springine gave them, uh, opened the door for making vitamin E from natural uh, sources from plants by acid-based reaction and make vitamin E. And actually, even beta springine from from plants, people take it and use it as supplement uh, to synthesize in situ uh, synthesis of vitamin E inside their body just how uh, animals do that. So now people can invite an, uh, beta spring gene uh, as a supplement to, as a precursor for uh, uh, vitamin E synthesis inside the body. So I like wow. the name. Uh, we start searching the name uh, uh, with my lawyer and marketing team, and uh, uh, we found the word is spring gene in Dutch language means jump or, or spring forth, uh, and then we yep, and we find it in springen, uh, G E N in Norwegian language means 
burst forth or burst of light. So we found the, the word is positive, and we change the G to J, and that word become uniquely uh, for us, become a spring gene, S-P-R-I-N-J-E-N-E, and that word does not exist in any language. So become uniquely for our toothpaste, spring gene. So that's amazing. Uh, Jerry, um, thank you for bringing such a wonderful guest. You're very welcome. Now, Am I Jerry, unmuted? Uh, I'm sorry? Okay, you can hear me, right? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, great. Uh, now, I'm sorry, go ahead. How did you uh, meet uh, Sayed? Through his um, marketing agent or person, Malike Ayan, who He's I awesome. met through you, actually. <laughs> yeah, Malike's an awesome individual. Yeah. So, and, and now she's introduced us to yet another awesome individual. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm really, you've had a remarkable uh, career, sir. Uh, you were successful in your career. Uh, then you successfully started a transportation company and grew it. Uh, and then you establish your own labs, and now you're successful as an inventor as well. That, that says a lot about you. Uh, you must have remarkable vision to, to bring these things into a reality. Thank you. Thank you. So we, me, Malike, and Dr. Saeed, we met for dinner one night in, okay. um, in Montclair, and she said, can you help me, you know, promote his brand in, in your magazine and elsewhere? And I said, sure. Yeah, we could, you know, let's look at it at least. I, wanna, I wanted to hear his story. And so I'll just kind of give you the condensed version of it, the highlights that, that really, you know, captured my attention. Okay, sure. And, and without mentioning any <laughs> any company names, but so – Saeed was working for uh, a very large personal care products company, very, very large, and he discovered through um, just working in the lab with the different ingredients that some of them were very harmful, uh, harsh chemicals and such. And uh, uh, so that's really, the, I think, the, the, the main reason – or right, am I am I right, Saeed? That was the, really the reason you wanted to come out with a superior product that had zero harmful effects, totally safe, and that would actually benefit the oral health of anyone using it. Absolutely, that's that's quite right. Uh, while right. I was developing one oral care product, and of course I test them on myself uh, before I give it to consumers. And I found some uh, ingredients damaged my oral mucosa. And that gave me um, snoring, sleep apnea, uh, damaged my uvula. I had to go through surgery uh, to take care of that problem. So that's when I realized, wow, wow. Uh, right. What we use in toothpaste, not necessarily, uh, it can be effective, yes. It can clean very well, but it can do some damage, some side effects. So that's when I decided um, that one reason for me to decide 
to work on oral care products and make safe toothpaste based on natural ingredients. And also, I'm sure you hear the news, there are so many antimicrobial, antibacterial ingredients in toothpaste that are not safe. And some of them right now being banned from toothpaste and it's not uh, consumer from using them. So, so all these uh, uh, reasons made me uh, to uh, look into natural ingredients. That's why I knew from my childhood, I saw my mom when I was eight, nine years old, early morning, she gets up in the morning, uh, uses, uh, she uses uh, black seed, uh, she put it in charcoal, uh, cover her head with a garment, and then inhale that vapor. And when I grew up and became a scientist, I found out black seed oil, one of the few oils, if not the old oil that does not go bad. It has antimicrobial ingredients, antivirus, anti-cancer, uh, anti-oxidant um, uh, ingredients on it in black seed. So uh, when I did studies and in my lab in 2012, I discovered this black seed oil very effective on killing gingivus, uh, or gingivus, uh, gingival bacteria or bacteria that causes gingivitis. And it's well documented on paper, uh, documented as antimicrobial. But I tested on gingivitis or on gingival bacteria, and I found, yes, it kills 99.999% of bacteria in zone of inhibition test. And uh, we continued our research, and then we found also zinc uh, also approved by FDA as anti gingivitis antimicrobial ingredients, and, but uh, it's been, you, you have to use it at a high level, like 2% to 5% to give you that effect. However, when you go to that high level, you tend to uh, have a bad taste. A consumer cannot take it. So my discovery, small amount, less than 1% of zinc compounds, and small amount, less than 1% of black seed oil, it gives you phenomenal uh, effect on bacteria kill and gingival bacteria. So that became the essence and the core technology of our toothpaste. And we filed patent and we get our patent, uh, we awarded patent on that uh, novelty and that innovation. And a professor from Howard University discovered that black seed oil kills bad bacteria, the gingivus bacteria, and does not kill the good bacteria. So that's another huge discovery for us. So that's why it leaves uh, the defensive bacteria intact inside your oral cavity you need it. Other antimicrobial toothpaste kills everything, kill the good and the bad bacteria. We need good bacteria as a defensive bacteria in our uh, mouth and in our uh, stomach. So when you use our technology based on black seed oil and zinc, you don't kill the bad bacteria, uh, the, the, the good bacteria. Only kill the bad bacteria that causes uh, gingivirus, uh, causes uh, bad odor in the mouth. Wow. So, um one of the questions I had, uh, I 
fluoride. I keep hearing positive and negative uh, evaluations of whether fluoride is good. Some people say it's very dangerous, and, and other people say it's in the drinking water, uh, so it must be uh, good for us. Uh, what is the truth about uh, fluoride? Uh, fluoride uh, in toothpaste, usually uh, the common one, sodium fluoride, uh, sodium monofluorophosphate, and stannous fluoride. Uh, sodium fluoride is a natural occurring source uh, on Earth. So uh, you find it in water, some water have high levels, some of them have a low level of fluoride. Uh, fluoride at low level, as recommended level, is, is good for the body. You need it. Uh, we need it for our teeth, for our bones, for our health, just like any okay. minerals. Minerals are very important for us. Anything you go above the limit is not good, whether it's sugar, whether it's salt, whether it's oil, whether it's meat, uh, name it. Anything above the limit is not good. So sodium fluoride as such is not bad if people uh, ingest it or use it at the recommended level. The level we have in toothpaste is below the level that we get from water. So okay. uh, the fact that uh, fluoride toothpaste is not good uh, for us is a myth. That's not true. Very okay. few uh, people, less than 1% of the world population, have uh, sensitivity or problem with fluoride that affected their bones. And this is for genetic structure of their system, not everybody. If they ingest it at higher levels. Many people okay. ingest fluoride at high level and it still doesn't affect them. I'm one of them. I grew up in Africa. I grew up uh-huh. drinking well water, which was very salty. And I have no cavity because of that fluoride. Really? It's good for us. Yes. Uh-huh. I did not even start brushing with toothpaste until I was 12 years old. Wow. And I never developed cavity because I was drinking high fluoride water or high level of fluoride in the water that I used to drink. Uh, thank, I thank you for dispelling that high myth. High level of fluoride. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Thank you for dispelling it, that myth. It's uh, um, one no, of the no, things I do is I explore stories. And that's a story that's been circulating for a while, that uh, uh, there's fluoride in the water, that it's not good for us, that it's put there by the government to uh, keep us sick or control us. So thank you for shedding light on uh, the fact that it's a myth. No, it is a myth. Uh, certain people who have not genetic problem with fluoride at high level, all they can do is give them fluorosis. Fluorosis is the discoloration of teeth, either make okay. their teeth darker or make them super white. That's the other side effect is ingest and consume a high dose of fluoride for a long period of time. So but it's the amount of fluoride we have in water, the amount of fluoride we have in toothpaste, that's very safe and ineffective and we need it. It does not affect people. Um, another, um, and this one is in your uh, toothpaste, the uh, zinc. Um, zinc, yes. too, uh, people are saying that, uh, like, for instance, uh, um, in denture wearers, 
Um, you're warned by some uh, people to stay away from zinc in the uh, the um, the glue that you attach the dentures to your gums. Um, is that That's a myth? Cool. That's true. There is a zinc polymer that they put in denture. That zinc polymer, not the zinc salt that we... Zinc is very vital for us. People take a supplement. You need zinc okay. also. Uh, most of the nuts, walnuts, uh, and other nuts have high level of zinc, and that's very important for people. So, but in dentures, uh, some companies in the past, they, they develop a... Uh, polymers with zinc, that zinc uh, reacts and people ingest it because when they put it in dentures, they tend to, people tend to, to, to ingest and swallow that high level of zinc. Right. As I said earlier, anything that uh, uh, go above the threshold, above the required amount is not good. So that uh, zinc reacts with the uh, copper uh, in the body and, and, and give people copper deficiency. So that is one side effect of high level of zinc, that particular zinc indenture, that polymerized zinc, not the uh, zinc sold that we ingest from nuts or from toothpaste. And also okay, it has to be high level that. of zinc. Thank you for clarifying that uh, as well. Um, and are there any other products that you're developing uh, in this line? Because the, the spring gin sounds like an awesome uh, product, uh, and especially in that it uh, kills the bad bacteria and um, helps heal uh, gingivitis. Are there any other healthcare or oral healthcare products that you're developing or that you could talk about? Yes, yes. We developed a base on the same. Uh, natural ingredients and natural technology of lactic oil and zinc. We developed mouthwash or mouthwash based on uh, all natural oils and all the oils that we have in there have antimicrobial, antiintivirus ingredients such as lactic oil, uh, xylitol, um, mirror extract, uh, pomegranate oil. Uh, clove oil, uh, and so many other oils that uh, have uh, effect on killing bacteria and prevent bacteria growth. So either they kill bacteria or prevent bacteria attachment or bacteria growth. So inhibit uh, bacterial growth, basically. And we combine it with zinc, which is anti-gingivirus also, a small amount of zinc. Uh, so that product, it has uh, in our... Uh, pilot clinicals and our in vitro lab data, it shows uh, significant of bacteria reduction and plaque and gingivitis reduction. And wow. that product coming to the market very soon. Also, we developed a, another product that we call it mouth conditioner based on oil. This oil uh, based on black seed oil, coconut oil, pomegranate oil, small amount of clove oil, and mirror extract and tea tree oil, that one, all edible oil, people uh, use it at night, uh, people with dry mouth uh, issues, they use it, and, and anybody, not necessarily people with dry mouth, uh, but anybody can use it after they brush their teeth and they switch it in their mouth, and they can swallow it if they swallow it, give them the nutrients that, uh, from this oil, and it inhibits bacterial growth and lubricates uh, the oral tissues and prevent 
uh, dry mouth and let people sleep better uh, that way and also inhibit bacterial growth because when, you have, when we have dry mouth, we tend to d- develop bad breath. Right. And bacteria exactly grow when you have dry mouth. So that's another product. Uh, a third product that based on uh, lip balm, based on the same natural ingredients that uh, uh, keep the lips moist and also prevent uh, so many other uh, issues that people have dry lips or even for normal people, you just get a good, safe, natural oil that gives you moisturization and prevent bacterial growth and other issues. Wow. Uh, the um, fourth product that we're working on, uh, um, uh, muscle pain uh, relief. Also, we discovered that black seed oil uh, with pomegranate, uh, with uh, CBD oil, and menthol and mint extract, and thymol gives significant uh, uh, pain relief for people who have arthritis or joint pain or muscle pain. So that's so we have four products. Uh, we are launching them in the summer of 2019. Wow, that's right here. It's right around the corner. I I imagining yeah. you're going to be at uh, uh, Jerry's upcoming expo uh, because it seems like a perfect match. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. I'm sure he will be. Um, the the toothpaste, so Dr. Said's springing toothpaste is by far the most superior toothpaste on the market. And if someone doubts this, you just what you just need to do is use it for a few days. Uh-huh. And you can you can you can tell the difference in a few days, not weeks, in a few days. So I've I've been using it and I've noticed. Um, and I was anyway, forget what I was using before, but um, I I had I had an issue that this toothpaste actually resolved. Um, oh wow! I I had an impacted molar, um, and. Sometimes it was worse than other times, and what what happened? There was a pocket that developed in in the gum. I guess you know at where the gum line is, and so there was a pocket. Um, usually, the gum is more like adhered, let's say, to the side of the tooth. So what was happening was food would get caught in this pocket. So I would eat, just chew on one side of the mouth, let's say, and then you know that that really didn't that worked a little bit, but but. So, so um, I mean, I brought this up with whatever dentists I had in the past, and most of them were just like, you know what, leave it. Just you can clean it, you can clean it deeper, more thoroughly. And I tried that; it didn't work. What it did was it made the pocket larger, and then more food got caught in there. So, and and this wasn't constant; it would happen periodically. Um, this pocket would widen, let's say, or deepen, and then I would have food that gets caught. So, if the food's you know, lodged in there, of course, there would be, said sometimes they, I would have like odor um, from this food. And um, really the only way for me to counteract it was to not brush my teeth at night, just in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. So, so I wouldn't deepen that pocket further. I mean, that was my solution. You know, all these dentists had different ideas, and I, I was even given an antibacterial solution that that I, I used to rinse that pocket out or that part of my my mouth, and it 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 wasn't effective to the degree that I would have liked it to be. So, um, I but I noticed with springine, uh-huh. <laughs> with springine. Um, the it, the situation improved right away, noticeably, noticeably. So there was definite improvement right away. Now I've been using it, the toothpaste now for at least I think two and a half, maybe months or so. And lately, I it's like I don't even have that issue. Like like it, it improved, uh, it 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 finished improving the situation. So now I think it's resolved. Other maybe the pocket just closed up. Uh, a bit uh, more so but but regardless there's it, it's an amazing formula it, it, one thing you're going to experience is that your mouth is more moist like I mean throughout the throughout the entire day throughout the entire day so there's some some um, there's an ingredient in there I'm sure or, or more than one ingredient that that allows that to happen. And, and that's great because a lot of people do suffer from dry mouth, you know, whether, whether they're smoking marijuana or not, but that, that's a joke. <laughs> so, um, but uh, your, your teeth, definitely your your overall, your mouth feels cleaner. And uh-huh. um, one thing I've noticed that I, um, so Dr. Saeed, the stuff that's getting caught between teeth that they're always scraping with that sharp instrument in the dentist office, is that like just hardened plaque or what, what is that exactly? Yeah, the, the plaque, one, one thing, most of our customers notes that and they keep sending up emails and messages and even social media, uh, there's plaque in two weeks, the plaque completely gone. And the calculus, the calculus, the hard one that right. on the top surface, the plaque goes in the back of the teeth, and the calculus usually in the front of the teeth between the gum and the and the tooth. And when you go to the dentist, they scrape it uh, with the tweezers. That's that's the that one you won't develop because those two based on dead bacteria and uh, the the food debris. Once you use the springine toothpaste, uh, number one, you prevent bacteria growth. So if you don't have bacteria in there, you don't have dead bacteria, you don't have developed that film, and you don't develop that calculus. The second thing, lactic oil and zinc uh, and our toothpaste work on loosening that uh, calculus and plaque and remove it in two weeks. And uh, actually, I haven't been to a dentist for the last two years. And uh, before that, I didn't go to my dentist for like after a year and a half, she kept asking my wife, they has to come, they has to come. I went there, she put me in the chair, and she asked me, uh, wow, your mouth is so clean. What happened? Did you whiten your teeth? I said, no. Did you go to another dentist? You couldn't get your teeth clean? I said, no. Tell me, not going to affect, not going to hurt my feelings. I said, no. I said, there is nothing for me to clean. Get up, get up. And I stood up, I said, tell me, what did you do? I said, I'm using my toothpaste. She told me, get out of here. I cannot <laughs> believe toothpaste can do that. I said, yes. She, she knows that I was developing toothpaste. I said, that's my toothpaste is black seed oil and zinc. And she told me my face. She told me, Saeed, I will never, ever promote your toothpaste. I said, why? <laughs> I said, you're going to put me out of business. 
on my side, right. she said she loves me. And since that time, I've never been to dentist, and I look at my mouth every day with the mirror. I don't have plaque. I don't have calculus. I don't have cavities. I don't have any even source. Sometimes you bite your teeth, and it takes like two, three, four, five days that pain to go away. If you bite your teeth or you get all these ulcers or, or, or whatever things in the mouth, in two, three days, that thing is gone. You never have any problem. Actually, I received last week amazing email. I just couldn't believe it. And it still is fun. I did search a woman. Her name is Barbara. I'm not going to say her, na- her last name, but she sent us email. So a general email. She said, Springine, thank you so much. You changed my life. Your Springine toothpaste changed my life. She said, I have a disease called, I think, lichen or lichen clonus. L-I-C-H-E-N, clonus, P-L-A-N-U-S. And she said, after I, I said, I use so many uh, drugs, I use so many toothpaste, nothing happened until I hear about your toothpaste and I use it. He said, that problem is gone forever. So I honestly, I didn't know about that disease. I went and Googled it. I found it is uh, oral problem in the mouth, it appears on the skin like a sort of rash. And she said, yeah. my body clean, my skin clean, cleared from that thing, my mouth cured completely from it. Thank you so much. This is my email. This is my phone. Contact me. Uh, I can uh, support my uh, statement if you want. I said, wow. I send it to that professor and I'm waiting for her to come back to my cemetery this Monday to her, and I'm waiting to find out about this disease and how Springine helped that woman. So this one of them, another one, so many people sent us, another woman, she posted it on Facebook to the world. She said also, I have uh, uh, oral issues. She didn't say what, that's about, I think, three months ago. And Springine helped me uh, from something that I used to suffer a long time. So in the beginning, the taste uh, was kind of uh, awkward. I wasn't used to it. I tried the next day. Oh, I started liking it. Third day, I liked it. I said I finished the tube. I went back to the old toothpaste. I could not stand my previous toothpaste. I'm back to springing. All my oral problems are gone. She posted in Facebook in our she sent it to us, and we shared it with, with, with everybody. With, with so many people, another person said, my, mouth, my, my, my wife had uh, uh, gum bleeding, and that gave her bad breath. She sent an email, thank you, Springine, for after 10 years, now I can enjoy kissing my wife. <laughs> that wow. gum bleeding is gone. My mouth, my, my, my wife's mouth is free of gum bleeding, pleasant uh, uh, mouth odor, and thank you, Sprindy, for changing our life. So we get so many things like that. Yeah, wow. I noticed. I, I noticed within days, days, not weeks, months, not months, days, that this toothpaste was dissolving. The the plaque or the the mineral buildup between my teeth. The calculus, right? Yeah. What is it called? Calculus. 
Yes, calculus. Oh, I didn't take that in high school. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but um, last time I was at the dentist, I don't I I don't go every six months. I, I I've never really done that. But but um, so maybe every eight months a year. Uh, the dental hygienist was complaining because she was scraping all this stuff between the teeth, um, the calculus, and uh, she was complaining. She said, you have to floss more. I said, well, I do. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I come home late. I'm tired. I don't feel like it. So so you'll just have to scrape more. Um, she didn't like that answer. So now I'm going to go back because I – I have to go back because it's time for my appointment, and I think if I if I have her again, it's going to be interesting because there'll probably be nothing to scrape. And the why I know this is because I feel it. I feel that it's clean between my teeth. I and I can feel like um, uh, like space, like right, like gappage. That's that's mm-hmm. natural. Yeah. Right, the space between our teeth, where before uh-huh. it was filled in with, you know, whatever this calculus or whatever else gets lodged in there over time, um, and so it's it's not there less and less. Like I feel my mouth is cleaner, cleaner, cleaner as I continue to use the toothpaste, and. Um, it's just phenomenal. You, you know, it, seldom do we bring a product home like this, and it makes such a difference in, in your life. And, you know, I mean, it's toothpaste, right? So it, I mean, it's, not, it's not like, you know, you're fixing your, your heart or your brain or anything, but, but, um, but still, I mean, what I'm foreseeing is, not having any cavities or so many cavities because I've I've had you know a history of a lot of lot of cavities over over time, uh-huh. and um, so I'm seeing that now gone. I'm seeing a healthier. You know, I did take good care of my mouth. I have my I've always had very healthy gums because uh, you know my mother cooked every night or or you know we didn't eat junk food. So that nutrition plays a big part in in oral health care or oral health. And, um, but, you know, this just takes the health of your mouth and teeth just to a whole nother level. And it's it's something you're already doing. So you're already going to the store and buying toothpaste. So instead of buying whatever you were buying because you like the taste or whatever, just Uh buy Springine, buy Springine and, and use it just for a week and and you'll notice the difference it's amazing and you'll probably never go back to to anything else a, a different brand um again well, seldom I'm seldom that i rave about a product like this but it's just everything we're saying is true and if you want to experience it just where can we buy this right now um amazon right we have an amazon yeah we have an amazon we have it on our website we have it in uh uh, in uh, in this area now in Bed Bath and Beyond, um, the, in Costco coming next week. Uh, mm-hmm. We have it in Sprouts. We have it in New England Sprouts. area in uh, yes in Sprouts. We have it in New England area in Hannaford, uh, Big Y coming soon in March, uh, end of March, uh, and so many uh, health and natural stores. 
and uh, also we're launching it soon in Target.com and uh, uh, hopefully uh, and Whole Foods. in ShopRite. Yes. <laughs> I hope I'm working Whole on Whole Foods. Foods. I'm working on Whole Foods. Uh, so I, I know who I have to speak to. They're away for a couple weeks. So I, I know it's going to be in there because I shop there. So it's convenient for Actually, me to pick up the two. You have, you have two people called me uh, this week, called us, uh, called our hotline. Asking, hey, we found uh, National Awakening, uh, and we found a great uh, review about uh, this oh, yeah. spring gene, but we went to Whole Foods, it's not there. Where can we find it? And uh, so now you have already customers looking for it. Right. Well, I'm going to let Whole Foods know that they're looking for it. Um, but I, we'll, I, have a, I have a plan for them, so we'll, we'll get it in there soon enough. Um, I that's not even a concern it's just now I'm now I'm focused on it. I was looking at the different uh, chain store before but I think they're going to start closing a lot of their locations so it's probably not a good time to approach these people uh in in this conversation anyway. But um this the product is phenomenal. It's um I've even I've gave a tube to the guy that delivers my magazines from the printer. It's like two very large pallets on a on a on a large truck and so he comes once a month it's a monthly magazine natural awakenings and i gave him one tube last time because he's a really nice guy so you know i you you sent me all those samples thank you Said, and and i gave him one yeah. and then he calls me when he's coming so i can meet him at my my storage facility and he mentioned he said hey my wife was asking where do you buy that toothpaste I said, oh, I'll, I said it's in the article this month that you're bringing me. <laughs> don't, don't worry. And I said, I'll give you another tube so she, she, <laughs> she'll have some time. She'll have some time to uh, – she'll have another tube so she'll have some time before she has to buy the next one. Um, so it's uh, – I've done this that a few times, just given it to an individual more recently. So, uh, and I always – I mean, so far I've heard positive things. And um, I can't wait to hear what some of these other people are saying. So, you know, whether you have issues in your mouth, any kind of, you know, unhealthy gums or or whatever or not, um, Uh who doesn't want to save money at the dentist? Or who wants to, you know, who doesn't want to have less less cavities or no cavities? Um, It's just. You know, we're listen. We're doing this already. We're brushing our teeth every day or twice a day or what have you. And and you know, the 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 problem is, I, I want to mention one thing that that the products that are out there, a lot of them, they're just garbage. And the, and the reason why is companies want to make big profits on on hyping up, you know, garbage and and selling it to us through all the glam and glitter of commercials and and you know, advertising and Years ago, I, mm. I, I found a – I was having some trouble with hair loss, and there was a company that actually had a formula that worked for it, um, uh, for hair loss. And I was young. I was like 20 years old, 21. And um, there was a – it was a multi-level marketing company. It was in one of these you know, network marketing companies like Amway, and they had some very superior products. And why? Because – the the multi-level marketing 
um, or some people call it a pyramid scheme, right? That kind of business, it's, it's not really a scheme when it's done ethically. Um, but that, that, that kind of a business is really the only one that could support superior products because these companies are putting money uh, or the, the marketing is coming from the distributors, not you know, a, a, a budget that encompasses about 50% of their operating costs that goes towards marketing. So how this came about, this company, it's called New Skin, actually. I'll just mention it quickly. Uh, and they're still around, and they're still doing well. I just don't, I don't use any of their stuff. But there was an interesting story behind it. The woman that, that came up with this concept that actually created the company with her, it was like a brother or something, that um, they were already successful in some industry. So she came to them, and she said, look, I want to start this company. And she wanted to do natural, uh, uh, you know, beneficial skin care, skin care, hair care. So mm. she, she somehow developed some her own formulations. Maybe it was a hobby. Maybe it was, you know, she took some classes or even maybe she had a degree or something. I don't know what her background was. But she went to the industry and she said, look, I want to do this. I want to do all of the good ingredients and none of the bad. And they almost laughed at her because they said, lady, this is not how you do this business. They said, like, you know, these big companies, I mean, look at what they're spending on, on full-page ads in, in every, you know, glamour, fashion, what, what have you, magazine, men's magazine, women's magazine, right? Those, those ads, I don't know what they cost today, but, but, but I remember, you know, 20 years ago when I was uh, working in an office somewhere, they, were, they cost $20,000, a wow. month for one yep. one full page in like uh, like Cosmopolitan or something, right? Where there's where there's thirty of those full page ads before you even get into get into any content. But the point of this is that she went to the industry and she said, "Look, I want to do this because I want to be different. I want to do something that's good for people." And she he said, "Lady, this is not how you do the business. You 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 take crap. You take junk ingredients. You know, pretty much. That's what he told her." You, you put in a beautiful packaging, and then you really hype up those maybe one or two ingredients that are in there. Uh, you hype them up through advertising, marketing, and everything else is cheap fillers. He said, this is the That's way true. we do wow. it. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and Saeed, wouldn't you say it's the same for most personal care product companies? I mean, I mean the whole kind of the whole world runs on this, this premise. Would, wouldn't wouldn't you say that's absolutely. fairly accurate? Absolutely, absolutely. That's there are so many uh, products in the market now that uh, they're disappeared uh, because uh, people use cheap uh, fillers, cheap chemicals. I'm sure um, seven, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, the whole uh, market was full of products called powder control. That's powder control based on unsafe. Uh, inorganic compound based on phosphate, and mm. those products damage people's uh, mouth and uh, give them sensitivity. That's why you see a sensitive toothpaste uh, skyrocketing because people develop so many uh, um, uh, oral issues because of that bad toothpaste. So you, you see them disappear uh, from the market. And and by the way, uh, speaking about sensitive, uh, one thing that we developed based on this black seed oil technology, sensitive toothpaste, uh, which is very effective, and, and, and we pride ourselves 
we might be the only toothpaste that gives um, sensitive or sensitivity or hypersensitivity relief. And you have black seed oil and zinc. As I said, zinc and black seed oil have antimicrobial uh, uh, benefits and help dry mouth. So we have a toothpaste uh, based for sensitive teeth, give all these benefits, and based on pure natural ingredients. And, and we try to avoid all these harsh chemicals affect people's mouth and, and, and people's health. Well, and that's how this kind of all started. You said earlier you were working for one of the big Fortune 500 personal care companies, right? We won't mention who they are. Yep. And you were testing some of the ingredients that they were already using in their toothpaste brand, right? Yes, they were already using, and, and you were testing them on yourself in, in whatever, you know, the concentrations they came in, right, That, that uh, the raw ingredient. And you, you said you injured. You told me at dinner that you dissolved or partially dissolved your uvea, which is like that little boxing bag. Uh, yep, that thing that, that muscle, no muscle. Yes. You dissolved my it. Whole uvula, yeah, my whole uvula was gone. I, I, it become it stuck into my, my mouth, close my, uh, it uh, closes my airway, and, and um, uh, it caused me sleep apnea, and I had to go through surgery. And they cut it, they removed it because it's become useless. Uh, it become actually obstacle, become problem. And um, so, yeah, and, 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 and through... Uh, uh, elimination, I found out which ingredients or ingredients uh, cause this problem. And, and, and that's one way, instead of me fighting with the company or fighting the entire toothpaste marketing or, or, or so many big companies, I said, hey, I'll just get out and make my own safe product for me and for consumers who... And, and today consumer, uh, consumers are very well-educated. Today consumers read the label. Uh, they, they, they're very aware of uh, ingredients, and, and, and I think that's one way for us to, 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 to deliver uh, our Technalia products for, for people who read the label and understand the ingredients, and, and that's one way instead of, as you said, we cannot compete with big companies on air uh, advertising or big magazine advertising, but eventually through social media, uh, through uh, uh, consumer trying our products, um, um, we, we will get there. One day, uh, we will make the breakthrough. And uh, actually, we do, we had one pattern, we filed the second pattern, and now we're working on the third pattern based on natural ingredients in oral care and toothpaste. So yes, eventually, and 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 let me go back uh, many years, 20 years ago, when I worked for this company 15 years ago. Um, um, the market was dominated by three major uh, toothpaste companies. They control about 95% of toothpaste in the United States. Really? Only 5% for a small player. Today, the small players like ourselves, national products, uh, national toothpaste, grow up to 20% of that market. The national wow. toothpaste, I expect in 2021, 38% of toothpaste market. That happened because of the social media, uh, internet, and all uh, education that, uh, or health education, uh, like your, your, your National Awakening magazines and this kind of things. People start reading these things. People start caring about their health. 
So, so you were saying earlier that three major competitors to that company that you worked for, uh, they're they're out of the market in the last whatever decade or so. Was that? Did no, I hear that correctly? Not out of the market. No, but people now become very aware about natural toothpaste. So the right. natural toothpaste, or oh. the small players, let's call them small players, right. some of them natural, some of them not natural. It's just even only 5% of the toothpaste market in the United States. Now the small players are mm-hmm. 20% of oh, the toothpaste market. Okay. Well, it's growing, right. So we, but is this, is, this demographic, they call it the LOHAS demographic. It's those that LOHAS is lifestyle of health and sustainability. It's a real demographic. It's about 20, currently 25% of the entire U.S. population. That's not peanuts. 25% oh, yeah. of us are looking to buy healthier products, healthier foods, and live a healthier lifestyle. And, and that demographic is growing, and that's one of the, one of the factors that's driving um, interest in products like this. And, and it's giving people like Saeed and others that are, you know, smaller startups uh, a chance to really compete with the bigger players or just compete in general because there's a demand. There's an inherent demand for it. It's already there. So because we're, let's say, educated enough through Internet and publications like mine and, and just, you know, there's a lot of information now available about healthier, healthier alternatives for just about anything, you know, anything you can consume. Um, and, and, you know, unfortunately I, I, for years we've, we've just been being – we've been sold a bill of goods. Um, you know, a lot of cheap fillers and, and just stuff that's not good for you. And, um, you know, it never had to be that way, but companies got into that mindset where I guess, you know, it, maybe they, it felt kind of good that, hey, we're selling them crap and we're, make, we're making top dollar profits off of it. You know, it was probably like a that, big joke for note, a while. On that uh-huh. note, we have to wind down our journey uh, because we only have a couple of <laughs> minutes left. Um, I included contact information for both of you on uh, Facebook uh, with links to uh, websites and uh, pages and uh, uh, personal profiles. If you friend me, Saeed, I'll I'll include that also because uh, I send you a friend request. Then I I can uh, spread that around. Um, I must say that I wish we had a second hour. Uh, I'm so fascinated (laughs) with this uh, conversation. So we'll have to do a part two. Um, and uh, uh, Jerry, uh, again, you know uh, that I think you're awesome. And now I've met uh, Saeed, and he's awesome, and Maliki's awesome. So much awesomeness uh, will come in the days ahead. And I'm looking forward to trying your products, uh, Saeed. Uh, so when uh, the mouthwash and the pain reliever come out, I want to try those. Absolutely. Yeah, the lip balm. I'm interested in the lip balm. I I need one every winter. But even I've noticed the, <laughs> yeah. even even between last winter and this winter, I've had to use it. I've had to carry one. It's it's strange. Maybe I'm and I drink a lot of water, so I know I'm hydrated. Maybe I'm not drinking the right water. Saeed, you need to create the best superior water. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but anyway, the, the mouthwash is coming soon, and you're gonna love that. Great. I, I'm looking forward to trying it. And I, I've tried products in the past, and I've written about my experiences. So I'm looking forward to resuming that uh, activity again. And thank you so much for an awesome show. Quickly. And thanks to all our listeners. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank quickly. You so much. Quickly. 
for toothpaste information about uh, Saeed's uh, story and everything else, springine.com, S-P-R-I-N, like Nancy, J-E-N-E, right? Dot com. Yes, dot com. Yes. Right. Springine, S-P-R-I-N-J-E-N-E.com. And I'm J-E-R-R-Y-H-O-C-E-K.com. You want to add anything, Herc? No, I think you did uh, great. Uh, we have 10 seconds. Thanks again. <laughs> and to all our listeners, uh, thank you. And this, this conversation. So yeah, take we'll care, continue. Everybody. Have a good night, thank everybody. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Thank you.